we will live out the calling that God has placed on our life or the dream that he's planted in our heart. And we will grow into all that he created us to be. It just starts by obediently taking the one next step and then staying consistent. We don't have to have it all figured out to move forward. We just need to take the one next step, that obedient action. And the Lord, he will reveal the steps that are to follow after that. Hey friends, I'm Ryan Channel, a grateful believer in Jesus Christ, encouraging other women to seek and know God and grow a deeper relationship with Him. Welcome to Wellness and the Word, a podcast helping Christian women create ultimate mental and physical wellness through meditating on God's Word to renew our minds, learning how to apply His truth to our lives, and taking care of our bodies the way He intends us to. My love for Jesus and my passion for wellness as a holistic health coach collide in this podcast that shares the gospel. Gospel literally means good news, friends. Don't we need more of that in today's world? I believe we all have a God-shaped hole in our hearts, and I want to point you to the only one who can fill it. Come join me and be encouraged as we chat about God's love and how to take care of you. Hey friends, it's Ryan. Welcome to Wellness and the Word. And it's Wellness Wednesday. I left you with a cliffhanger yesterday from my awesome conversation with Katie Hedrick, who was sharing her testimony, her love story with God. And she shared some really incredible stuff in that last 15 minutes. She blessed us with her method for creating and living a fulfilled and joy-filled life. And I just loved it so much. She shared four tips. She went really in depth and I really just felt that it needed its own episode. And I'm really excited to share that with you now. So enjoy this last piece of my interview with Katie. And if you didn't listen to yesterday's Testimony Tuesday, I encourage you to go listen to that first so you know more about Katie, you know who she is, and you know where her heart is, and then come back and listen to this piece. So Katie, what have we not talked about that you'd like to share with us? Yes, I would love to share about my method for creating and living a fulfilled and joy-filled life. So there are four steps and I would love to share them with you all today. You know, as you know, God has called me to share my story and the freedom that I've found through him with other women. And in 2020, God opened the door for me to become a certified Christian life coach. And it's been such an awesome adventure you know, that included obediently stepping through many other doors over the last 10 years prior to the, the life coach happening in 2020, right? And I think it's important to note that actually, because oftentimes the desires of our heart, they don't happen overnight. You know, I think a lot of people think like, I'd love to have a ministry and, you know, maybe they start into it and two weeks in or two months in, they give up or even two years in. Well, <laughs> I've been on this journey literally for 10 years you know, that God has opened doors for speaking opportunities. And there's this process of growth and refining that just has to happen first. And it's like the Lord wants to do work in us and then he'll do this awesome work through us. Right. It's just so awesome. And now I'm at this point where absolutely nothing lights me up more than helping women discover who they are and whose they are and what they're called to and how to live that out with great intention. I think that we all have something in our heart that God has planted something inside each one of us, this thing that we're supposed to do 
or maybe it's growing into the person that we're supposed to, you know, grow to become growing into the woman that God created us to be. And so these four steps, step number one is in this process is defining our ideal life. It begins with identifying that thing that God has planted inside of us or identifying the person that he's called us to grow, to become. We have to define before we can do. And so many people are walking around today and they, they don't even know, they don't know where they want to go or who they want to be, you know, and they, they don't know that because they haven't deep dived into that. And they have not defined that they have not cast that vision. The Bible tells us that without a vision, people perish. So God thinks vision and defining our ideal life is pretty darn important. We have to paint that picture of where we actually want to go, who we want to be, what we want to do. And then we have to get really real with ourselves about where we are right now. We have to understand and embrace personal responsibility. We have to take responsibility for where we are now and for where we want to go. Because here's the thing. We are the only person in control of our choices. You know, we, we can't choose the people around us. We can't choose how to make them act or how to make them feel or what to make them do. And they can't, they can't for us either. Somebody can want something for you so bad. And unless you take personal responsibility and decide to actually do the darn thing, then you're going nowhere, right? Personal responsibility, I'm kind of on a soapbox, I feel like, but I think it's something that's like lacking in our society. You know, today, everyone wants to blame everything on everyone else. It's like, no, like this starts with personal responsibility. I am where I am today because of the choices that I made. And I'm going where I'm going because of the choices that I am going to make partnered with the Lord, right? Yes, so we yes have to and amen. That. I couldn't agree more. So I'm over here raising my hands. I'm good with you on your soapbox. <laughs> yes. Right. So it's time that we take personal responsibility and decide to move forward. Okay. Like we talked about, everyone has something in their past that was really hard. We have to personally decide that the gain of moving forward will be greater than the pain of the process. So when you decide that the gain outweighs the pain, that's when you're going somewhere, sister. Then you're ready to move on to step two, which is assess the inputs of our life. Okay, what I'm talking about is all the things that we're currently consuming and the people that we're hanging out with. Are they distracting us or supporting us as we step towards our ideal life? The media we're consuming, the podcast, the books, the social influencers, the social media, you know, our tribe, the five people that we're spending the most time with, we will become the sum of the five people who we hang out with the most. All these things that are taking our time and getting our attention, right? These are the inputs of our life. So it's time in step two to assess those inputs. And it's time to stop getting distracted by the things that have nothing to do with your goals. The things that are not going to help you grow into the person that you want to become. Like literally, sis, let's burn the ships, okay? Delete the apps, shut down the noise, reevaluate your friend group, your tribe, turn off the TV or even better, get rid of it. That's another soapbox topic over here, <laughs> right? Our TVs are just sucking your time and selling you stuff that you don't want or even need. Okay. All right. So that's where I'm at on TV. But if you're serious about changing your life, then it's time to get serious about it and do something about it. Because what you're consuming, who you're hanging out with, those inputs of your life, 
they're either nourishing you or they're poisoning you. And it's time to take a really intentional look at what is sinking deep into your heart and mind and taking root and producing fruit because what's going in is also coming out and it's what your life is going to become. Jesus taught this in Luke 6, 45. He says, the good person out of the good treasure of his heart produces good and the evil person out of his evil treasure produces evil for out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. So the ultimate input, the ultimate thing we can focus on and input into our heart and mind and soul is God's word and God's truth. So assess those inputs, get rid of the ones that aren't helping you and spend more time in God's word and God's truth. Step number three is become intentional with the output area of our life. We've got to make sure that the outputs of our life, which is the things that we say and do, that they are reflecting who we want to become. We've got to learn to pause and think before we act and speak. We've got to be intentional about what's coming out of our mouth, what we're putting out into the world, right? Because what we're speaking and focusing on, it will become our life. What we focus on is what we create more of in our life. And sometimes we need to learn to hold our tongue and we can do it sisters because why? Because God gave us a spirit of self-control. It's time to practice it and exercise that muscle. Our words are powerful. They're creating our life. Proverbs 18, 21 says that life and death are in the power of the tongue. So if, and when you're going to speak, girl, you better be speaking life and then acting up on it. And speaking of action, it's time to take massive action. I think about the parable of the talents in Matthew 25 verses 14 through 30, which talks about a master, a master gave his servants five, two, and one talents respectively. And two of those servants, they went to work and they doubled their money. And the master then says, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy. Okay. Keyword for me. <laughs> I love that. Enter into the joy of your master. But the last servant, he was afraid. And so he hid his talent and he did not go to work. He didn't take action. And then we see that the master rebukes him and calls him wicked and slothful. That story is so relatable to us even today. Like we can consider literally our literal talents. Are we going to use them? Are we going to take them out into the world and go to work and take action and use them for good to produce fruit for God's glory? Are we going to hide them? Because here's the deal, sis, action gets rewarded and blessing. It comes after obedient action. The servants who took action and produced, those servants were rewarded. Proverbs also, I love the book of Proverbs. There's so much rich wisdom in Proverbs. And it tells us in the book of Proverbs that diligent hands produce wealth, but lazy hands lead to poverty. Like you see in the Bible, we're called over and over again to take action, to produce, to move from this consumer mindset to this producer mindset. Instead of focusing on all the things that we can consume and this me, me, me mentality, we can actually shift our thoughts, renew our mind with that truth, right? Shift our thoughts to a producer mindset. And we can ask ourselves this one simple, but really important question. How can I add value to the world? We can ask ourselves, how can I serve? How can the output of my life line up with who I say I want to become? 
So shifting to that mindset is a big step forward towards your ideal life and where you want to go and all that God has for you. And so now at this point, we've talked about defining your ideal life, assessing the inputs and becoming more intentional with the outputs. Those are steps one, two, and three. The final step, step number four, reveals how we can know if we're moving in the right direction. We can actually know if we're stepping towards all that God has called us to be and do. Step number four is consistently examine the fruit of your life. So I want you to circle back to where we talked about, you know, defining your ideal life. If the fruit of your life is in alignment with the vision of your ideal life, then you can be certain that you're moving in the right direction. If there's growth happening in your life, if there are things unfolding in your life that are moving you towards what God has for you, then sister, keep going. You can also study Galatians 5, 22 and 23 to learn all about the fruit of the spirit. This is so good. So worth studying love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, right? We talked about that too. Good stuff right there. If there's not good fruit showing, then it is time to reevaluate something like taking a look at the truth about what might be holding you back. Okay. Which again, I could talk about that forever, but it's time to reevaluate and look at those obstacles, those things that are holding you back and preventing you from all that God has for you. And so little by little, we will get there. Consistency is key. It's so key. It's the key. Consistency is, key. it's what wins race, right? Fast and furious might win the race. Sometimes slow and steady might win the race. Sometimes I say that consistency wins the race every time. We will live out the calling that God has placed on our life or the dream that he's planted in our heart. And we will grow into all that he created us to be. It just starts by obediently taking the one next step and then staying consistent. We don't have to have it all figured out to move forward. We just need to take the one next step, that obedient action. And the Lord, he will reveal the steps that are to follow after that. So if you're, if you're someone who's looking for clarity around who you are, whose you are, what you're called to, or how to live it out, if you want to discover your true identity, your purpose, and your calling, then you can absolutely check out my website at katiehedrickcoaching.com. There's lots of good stuff for you over there. Amazing, Katie. Katie just took us to church. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you were talking about what we are putting in is what we get out. So what, what we put into our minds, our hearts, right. Is going to come out in our actions and our words. And I just completely couldn't agree with that anymore. Thank you. You've just blessed us so much. I, I loved it. And, uh, I know you're going to bless so many people. And one last thing, uh, Galatians 5, 22, 23, also one of my favorite verses, the fruits of the spirit. I actually have a, like a little inventory that I do, throughout the week of, you know, am I being patient? Am I being loving? Am I being, you know, um, do I have self-control? Am I being gentle? So that's something that I have on my website too. So it's just funny. We just, we connect on so many levels, Katie. <laughs> I agree, Ryan. I'm so grateful for you and you are such a blessing to so many and your ministry. You know, I actually found you and I shared this when you came on my podcast, but I was in the podcast app and I was searching for Christian meditation, biblical guided meditation, because it was something that I needed in my life. And there you were God using you and working through you to bring blessing to my life and to so many others. 
Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's nice to hear. And I'm just, I'm definitely glad that we found each other and I'm grateful for your ministry and all that you do. So you have blessed us so much. I know there's going to be a lot of women who want to know where they can connect with you. So can you tell us where they can? Absolutely. The best place is my podcast. It's called Stepping Into a Joy-Filled Life. And over there, I share kingdom mindset and intentional living tips. We do also dive into marriage and motherhood over there. Um, It's really, it's an opportunity for you to grow forward in the areas of life that matter most spiritually, personally, and as a wife, mom, and friend, you can find the Stepping Into a Joy-Filled Life podcast on any podcast platform. You can also find it at stepintojoy.com. I mentioned my website, katiehedrickcoaching.com. You can also find me on Facebook. Katie Hedrick Life Coaching is the name of my Facebook page. And then I do also have a free online community. It's a free Facebook group. It's called Happy Chicks. So if you go inside of Facebook and just search for Happy Chicks, you can join and find me there as well. Amazing. Thank you so much, Katie, for just blessing us and teaching us today. And you definitely just exude joy. So thank you so much. Thanks, girl. It was an absolute joy to join you on the show today. Thanks for listening to Lana Send the Word. May you be blessed and always be a blessing. Bye. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Wellness and the Word. If you haven't come over to Facebook yet and joined our Wellness and the Word community, come do it today because we have Katie coming into the community very soon to talk more about joy. And I'm really excited to share that with the members of the Wellness and the Word community. Come join us.